with two little words. What are you talking about? We, what are you talking about? The what are you talking about? We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to We the People podcast. It's your boy Diggs. What up, everybody? It's your boy RJ here. What's going on? I hope you're all having a great day. Um, yeah, so like always, guys, this administration always keeps things interesting for us. So yeah, we're going to have some good stuff for you guys today. Um, on a, We're going to start again with a little funny clip. Well, at least we thought it was funny. Um, this week, Kamala Harris was at a meeting... Mm. where she decided that when she sat down, she had to describe herself for whatever reason. It's so insane. Bro, like, honestly, at what point do we just say this is ridiculous and we have to do something? Like, guys, these people are clearly pushing a clear agenda. I don't know what else to say anymore at this point. Like, the fact that she felt the need to do this is pretty interesting and crazy at the same time. So we're going to play the clip here for you guys right now so you can see it. <sighs> uh, good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And um, <laughs> so stupid. Got guys. So stupid. <laughs> Seriously, my pronouns are she, her, and I am a woman in a blue suit. What? I mean. I I I just want to see videos of the wor other world leaders' reactions as they watch that. Yeah, I think that would be a great clip to see the reactions yeah. of oh the world God, leaders. But like, this is who's running America. We're screwed. Yeah, <laughs> we, I mean we are, bro. Like that's. I just guys, we don't know what to say anymore when it comes to this administration. This is just. It, that's like me sitting here, like. I'm RJ. I describe my pronouns are he him. <laughs> yeah. And I'm wearing a black shirt. Right. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Like one like one, if you're just listening, it doesn't fucking matter. If you're watching, clearly you can see. Yeah. You know, like it's like Bro. I there, there's zero point to that whatsoever. I'm just yeah, so we thought it was funny. We wanted to show you guys. It's so stupid. Oh man. And so. so many people aren't aren't so, so she literally is just like tending to like a very small group of people in the entire yes, country, the, the entire world, the gender ideology group. That's like, all that's meant to appease. Yeah, that's it. All the and that's regular, not that's not yeah. even half the amount of people in the country. Not even a, yep. a third of the people of the country. So what the fuck? <laughs> I don't even. Well, it goes back to the queer theory, bro. They have yeah. to push the queer theory to keep the next generation um, mindset open to being manipulated. We talked about this on so many episodes. Yeah. If you guys are not familiar with the queer theory, go check into it. Okay, It's pretty much where they make your children believe they don't know what they are. 
Mm. And by not knowing what they are, that leaves them open for easy manipulation. Yes. That is the tactic. That is why they do it. Yep. So if you're wondering why they doing that, it doesn't make sense. That's stupid. It, right. What, you're, just, you're scratching your head. Right. It's not supposed to make sense. It's right. There's a reason for it. Yeah, and, and if you notice, that crowd is also big with the masks and the vaccines. Yep. It's like... Yeah. Yep. They're they're the sheep. And I don't yes. use that often, but they are the sheep. At this point Weak men and shit. Like Yeah, after everything that we know and seen up yeah. until this point, there's there's no question. That's the only way you can label them. Yeah. You know, we don't like labeling people, but at this point, given everything we've seen and heard in regards to this agenda, like, there's no other way to put it. Mm. Like, I don't know how much more proof you need and more yeah. evidence you need of their agenda. I really don't. I don't I don't know. So but um, last episode, we were getting into the China stuff and we had a uh, little tech technical difficult uh, difficulties. difficulties yeah. So so uh, it cut off. It cut off right before you start talking about how there's uh, Chinese officials in the Federal Reserve or whatever or spies. We yeah. got to the farmland so, situation, and then they cut off. Okay, so I'll just touch briefly on that because I just wanted to touch a little bit so you guys didn't feel like you were left out of that conversation. Right. That was a important so, part. Yeah, so, yes, our Federal Reserve has had officials working within the organization that have ties to the Chinese Communist Party, mm. and it was just revealed that they still continue to have those ties. Right. So that's why one of the senators and congressmen in the House, they are trying to get these people out of the Federal yeah. Reserve. You know, for obvious reasons, guys. There's, I think they said it's been the last 18 to 20 years, I believe, mm. that these people have been in the Federal Reserve yeah. with these Chinese connections. So that's quite concerning. Yeah, and it, it kind of makes really you is. wonder... China knows they can't take us head on. It's impossible. China will never, ever in a million years be able to invade America or the United yeah. States of America. Yeah. Like, because the instant they invade, not only do they have to face our military, our entire population turns into a militia yeah. because of our Second Amendment. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, like, China's like this big bad enemy, and it really is. But I seen like this perfect video, uh, like, depicting on what, how, how, how they really are so they're like like just big like put together tough but really they're dying on the inside yes like they're not as strong as they're acting like they are and it was it was a video of a beetle where like its body like hollowed out but it was still alive and walking it's like this is the current state of the ccp so like, yep. it's still alive and moving but it's shallow on the inside like it's pretty much dead yes there's there's not much there's there's not much behind them supporting their right. cause right and that's because People caught on to what they've been doing with their Silk Nova Silk Road Initiative, mm -hmm. which's been going on for decades now. And what do you? And what is that? That is the plan that China put in place back into like maybe the '60s or '70s mm -hmm. to become the world power. Right. Actually, damn it! I wish I would have pulled that up right here. I saw it the other day, and I don't have it on me. I'm gonna try to pull it up, and we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about this, and hopefully, I can find it while we're talking. Um, it's pretty interesting. It was a video of Klaus Schwab, um, hold on, talking what? about how the World Economic Forum 
has been working with the CCP since 1970. Mm. 40 years. This is literally a speech that Klaus yeah. Schwab was giving. I didn't hear that one yet. Yeah, I, had, I just saw it the other really? day. And See, that's a long time, man. Yeah. But then uh, a while back, we, we had an episode with a video of a, a Chinese official or somebody talking about how they have been working with the U.S. government and that Trump really fucked all that up. Yeah, Trump yeah. threw everything out, yeah. the, out of like right. um, sync. Because he wasn't part of that plan. Mm. So he destroyed, like, there was a reason he ended the uh, trade agreements with China and put tariffs on all their exported goods right. and shit like that. Because he knew yeah, exactly yeah. what they were doing. Oh, yeah, of course. So that was his counter, like, yeah. oh, I see what y'all doing. I'm going to do this. Right. And China got pissed. Mm. So, hold on. All right, you know what? I'm going to have Dustin put it in. I'm going to find it. We'll play yeah, for the fine. audience. Yeah. It's it's pretty interesting, guys. Like I said, it's literally a video of Klaus Schwab admitting that the World Economic Forum himself and China have been working together for 40-plus years. And then he goes on to say that the U.S. has been the superpower for the longest and that China will. Like, he says it with a very strong, um, what am I saying? I'm trying to say. Like, he believes it. Like, right. he very, he's very assertive about it. Yeah, yeah. And he said China will be the new superpower. What's your outlook of the future's development based on this kind of strategy? Thank you. Thank you. I will take the second question first. Uh, the World Economic Forum has been associated with China since the beginning of its reform and opening up policy. I came to China the first time and we had our first event in 1979. So we are celebrating 40 years of cooperation. I have witnessed the great uh, ascension of China. Uh, it has become the number two and soon it will be the number one economic power uh, in the world. It's just uh, mind-boggling uh, what has been achieved in the last 40 years. And I'm sure, particularly with its focus on the fourth industrial revolution, uh, China will continue its growth, but it will be more growth of a qualitative nature, fortunately, and not just quantitative growth, because China has now achieved a level of development uh, which guarantees to large parts of the population uh, the physical existence. So the key will be quality of life and the fourth industrial revolution which is highly recognized by China and its authorities will certainly help to do so. Mm. So that's what I found very interesting about that yeah. video because yeah. you're seeing all those moves being yeah, played out crazy. right now that well that's why it's crazy because like this is an older video mm -hmm. and you're actually seeing those things playing out right now yeah. and that's oh, why yeah. it's even more interesting yeah. i mean that, that's just how long they've been working on this it's yep. just scary well the world economic forum has been around for quite a few decades right right so it, and that's another crazy part 40 years 
Yeah, 40 That years, means man. the CCP and the World Economic Forum started working together almost right away. Because mm. the World Economic Forum came out in the early, I think, 1971. So you're talking almost immediately. Yeah. Klaus Schwab was in China putting this shit together. So it almost makes you wonder where he's getting all this dictator, totalitarian ideas from. Right. I mean, if you're hanging around the CCP for 40 years, why wouldn't you right. think like that? But it's crazy, though, because, like, like sure, um, the China has control of its people. Amazing. Great. But like we said, they're, like, falling apart from the inside. Yep. It's like, it's like okay, so you have control of the people, but the country's still going to shit like that, yep. that doesn't help the country overall yep so, you're like they're, why they're banking systems they just, just want to help themselves well the thing is by them having control over their people the way they do it's now biting the people in the ass because yeah by doing that now they have a housing market that is literally on nothing they have a bunch of ghost cities that nobody yeah, lives yeah. in. Yeah, you said that before. People that have bought houses that they can't even get the house because they're not even building them. Mm. You paid for a house that you're not even going to get, bro. Like that's And that's because the, the Chinese government, yeah. they allowed this. Yeah. The, with the banking system, with the interest rates and not letting people pull money out. Mm. It's because the Chinese government allowed it. And why can't the people do anything? Because they chose communism. What yep. happens in communism? You lose your right to defend yourself. You lose yep. your right to speak. You yep. lose your right to live the life how you want to live yep. it. So that's why communism is utter shit. It's not even just the economic factor. It's the factor that you're depending on an entity called the government to do what's right by you and they don't know a damn thing yeah. about you my yeah. federal government joe biden kamala harris pete buddha judge pete buddha judge all those assholes in the white house have no idea about rj diaz and no, what no. rj rj diaz needs to survive in his life right right none not one little fraction of information on my life, right. but yet they want to determine how my life unfolds. Does mm. that make any sense to you guys? Yeah. Do you know why our founders built the Constitution from the ground up, not the up to the ground? It's because your local politicians know you better than your federal mm. because they live in your area. Yeah. Like, right. it's not that hard. Right. They live in your neighborhood. They see what's happening in your neighborhood, your yeah. cities. Right. So they can actually act accordingly because they can actually see what's happening. Whereas Joe Biden and all these clowns are strictly going off what's being told to them. Mm -hmm. Somebody in our government on the state level is feeding information to them, and that's all they have to go off of. So if you have people like... In our government, in PA, like a Governor Wolf, who yeah. probably lies about a lot of shit yeah. and puts sick COVID patients in nursing homes of old people, the most susceptible of that disease. Mm. Like, how can you expect the federal government to make the right choices if the people in our local governments aren't even giving them the right data? Right. That's where these things, this is why federal government is supposed to be small people. State government can be a little bit bigger because they are actually in there with you. 
These are your, again, they live with you. So you can hold them accountable. You can vote new people in. People that you want, people that you know, your neighbor, uh, a business, a local business owner that you right. you like to shop at. Maybe they run. Yeah. But you know them. You know what their their agendas are or their beliefs or what they plan on doing to better the community. Yeah. The we, federal government, you will never know that. Yeah, you really have to move away from the idea that you want somebody who knows politics. So those mm -hmm. people that know politics and been in politics forever, they're definitely not in it for your best interest yep. it's money and this and that yep. so it's better to have the guy that lives down the street that is running because he sees that everything is going to shit and he wants to make a change not the guy that's already been there that all of a sudden we're gonna we're gonna act like oh this time he's actually gonna do something good <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like how long has he been in politics what has he done yep you know what i mean yeah, you only like hear your, his name when he's campaigning, camp campaigning, campaigning. Yeah, like your Mitch McConnell's, your Nancy right, Pelosi's, right, yeah. your Chuck Schumer's. How the hell are you in Congress that long and your track record is that ass? Really? Like, I mean, I mean, even local people though, if they've been in politics for a while, you're like, oh yeah, the, yeah, I'm voting for him again. It's like you said again. What did he do before? Yeah. It's like, well, he's been a senator for the last 30 years. He's been doing it. But but what has he done? Exactly. What do you know about that he did? Like Doug Mastriano. Oh, I know man. this is strictly he's... PA. He's a senator right now. And you heard his name before. He fought for the election integrity. You yep. heard his name about opening back up. You actually heard him trying these things before he ran for governor. Yep. And he's always trying to pass he's logical bills. Right. Like he's he's active. He's, he's very the guy. active. Yes. And that's why we love him. <laughs> yeah. So um ooh. Yeah. That one really we didn't yeah. Man guys, you guys uh we always have an agenda here, but we always find a way to to uh, yeah, get yeah. into but it's you know what's important cuz you guys really need to hear all this stuff. It is important. Um and it we just goes that. to guys show you like this is how much stuff is happening in our country right now that everybody really needs to be aware of. Yep. So, um, all right. So let's, before we go to break here, we're going to end with this one because it, it pertains to China. We'll end it off with this. This week, because we're approaching the date where Pelosi supposed to go visit Taiwan. Oh, yesterday. China came out. Well, okay, I can't say China. I'm going to give you the exact information. There is a guy named Hu Zhijin. He is a known, well-known, connected CCP propagandist. Meaning okay. that the things that the CCP can't actually say out loud because it's too radical, mm. they go to people like him. And they say, can you say this for us? Because we can't do it. Right, right. So he came out yesterday and he, um, I believe it was a tweet. Was it a tweet? Let me let me double check. Hmm. Oh, no, it was on a Chinese social media platform. It wasn't Twitter. Yeah. It was a Chinese platform called, um, oh, my God, why can't I see? Oh, somebody put it on Twitter. That's what it was. That's why I thought it was Twitter. I forget mm. the name of the Chinese um, social media platform. Let me see if I can see it here because I know it said it somewhere here. I haven't. I mean, I I didn't hear what <laughs> social media platform it came from, but I did hear this story. 
which is crazy. Um, yeah, it's not. That's weird. It's not saying. I saw it yesterday. Anyway, it was on the Chinese platform, and he came out yesterday, and he said that if Nancy Pelosi were to go visit Taiwan, mm-hmm. China is prepared to shoot down her plane. Yeah, it's pretty crazy uh, that's, thing to say. That's, yes, that's yeah. taking it to the next level. Yeah. Because before, they were just like, Nancy better not go to Taiwan, or we're going to have problems. Yeah. Now it's... If Nancy goes near Taiwan, we're going to shoot her ass down. Hmm. So, so I mean, like, we, we should, I mean, obviously we, we got to take that as a direct threat to, a, you know, the Speaker of the House. But at the same time, it's Nancy. So should we so let saying, it happen? Unfortunately. Do we let it happen? <laughs> like, go, Nancy, right. go. I can't say we let it happen because that would no. make me that would make me no better than them. Right. So I had to stick to my morals and my foundation. And as much as I hate you, Nancy, and I think you are scum of the earth, yeah. I do not want you getting shot down by yeah. China because I'd rather see you in jail. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, Trump would be like, uh, "Call their bluff, Nancy. Go ahead. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> Nancy." So they're not gonna do nothing. Yeah. yeah. Do, oh. do you wanna do you want a meal on your flight? Do you need, yeah, you want so we lose Nancy and we get to attack China. Yes. Oh man. No. But seriously, that's that's bold. Yeah. Very bold. Yeah. So that's what's going on with China right now, guys. Yeah. So when we get back from break here, we'll we'll get more into All that. right. We're back, folks. Welcome back, everybody. So all right, so we just covered China's pretty much saying they're going to shoot down the plane of Nancy Pelosi if she yes. dares try to go to Taiwan yes. during her Asia tour that she is currently taking. So, by the way, the Navy has now moved two U.S. carriers back to the South China Sea. And they are talking about putting uh, jet escorts on Pelosi's plane. So, it's sounding like... She's going to Taiwan. They're going to go for it. So we'll see. It's going to get interesting. Mm. So, all right. Back to home base here in our wonderful United States. The FBI. Corrupt. Bro. I honestly, I never thought. In a million years, that it's such a prominent establishment in our government could be so corrupted, mm-hmm. and no one did nothing about it. Yeah, like it's honestly, it's astonishing that so many people in one organization, and yet they've allowed all this to happen. I wonder, like, what happened, where the break was, and why there has to be at least some good people. Yes, well, and why they aren't doing anything about it, because I heard Dan Bongino was talking about this. Right. Yep. And he well, was, he was asking the same question. He's yeah. like, where the hell y'all at? Yeah. He was he was Secret Service. Right. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So he worked yep. with these people and he, he even said, like, yes, I worked with FBI. Just, there was good guys. He's like, I don't know what the hell happened. Yep. But it's yep. like, hey, this is a guy that worked with these people. Like what yep. happened? Yep. He's been asking that and he has a good point. And finally, guys. Thank the Lord Jesus Christ. Finally, the good ones in the FBI are finally doing something. Oh, okay. So. Oh, this is how the information got out. 
Yes. Oh, this is right. the okay, only right, right, reason right, the information right, right. Okay. got out. That's, I wasn't sure how. Yeah. No, well, I'm glad you ahead. said that because it's a good point because that's how it's been. It's been like that for a long time. The good guys have not been doing anything. Right. They've just been sitting by watching what's happening and just going about their business. Right. Like just turning a blind eye. And at that point, you're just as guilty. Right. You know, and granted, there might have been um, circumstances where they couldn't do anything or they might have been in fear of retaliation. Yeah, I mean, that, that once you start releasing some of this stuff, there's like it, uh, it could be deadly. That's what I'm saying. Now, especially there, when it get J6, Hunter Biden, like all these things, like people will kill for this shit. Yeah, well, especially when you see uh, Hillary Clinton's coincidental oh, uh, death list. The body count is crazy yeah, with the Clintons, bro. You know, even though she's, she hasn't done any of them, it's just a hell of a coincidence. That list is extra Her long. Bill, bro. Like some of the... Ugh. Dude, that yeah. could be a whole other episode. Really yeah. <laughs> some, some of the circumstances with some of those deaths just didn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like the uh, DNC guy that suppose he's the one that released all the documents to WikiLeaks. Which one is he? Is he the one that hung himself and shot himself? In yeah, the chest in the back of the him? head. No, 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 the one that shot himself in the back of the head but hung himself. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that one. Wow. Yeah. Like anyway. Really? Yeah. So back to the FBI. This week we had not one but two FBI informants whistleblowers if you may the proper terminology um come out and give us some pretty damning information in regards to what's going on in that organization the first one being that the fbi themselves have suppressed the hunter biden laptop information by having it labeled as Russian disinformation. That is why you have not seen anything right. happening in regards to that laptop. Now, we've heard that said on left-wing media and shit, and we were all just like, you know, we knew it was true. They were they're just trying to push propaganda, but the, but now it's like, okay, so the FBI actually labeled it that. Yes. So, like, they this is really, coming from a whistleblower. Right. This is not he. This is not right. hearsay. Yeah. This isn't just left wing media hiding it. Like, this is the FBI. Yep. Somebody labeled oh, it that. We have his name. Oh. Oh, I know, right? Reps. <laughs> no, it's not that good. <laughs> no. So we have. Um, oh my God, Brian Alton. Guys, listen to this he one. Familiar. Brian Alton is an FBI analyst. Okay. This is what he vetted the Carter Page warrant. That's regards to the Russia hoax. Mm. He drafted the phony ICA, concealed the Danchenko disavowed steel. Meaning, like, the Steele dossier that they yeah. deemed that was fake. Yeah. He was hiding information in regards to that. He concealed mm. it. And then he was involved in framing General Michael Flynn in regards wow. to, um, uh, what was that stupid-ass charge they got him on? I can't I remember, remember the name of it now. It was, so, was, it was so moronic, right. yeah. and it wasn't even true. Right. So, he was involved in all this, and he was the one that labeled the laptop disinformation mm. 
So we have the name of the FBI agent who's behind all this shit. What's happening to him? That's what we're going to have to find out, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So I, it's awesome that we have the uh, name to give to the guy that's keep, that's attached to a lot of this shit. Mm-hmm. But it still doesn't take away the fact that the FBI still allowed this shit to go on. Yeah. And... But thank God, finally, one of the good guys came out and let us know what was going on. And now it all makes sense why the FBI has been sitting on this for over a year. Mm-hmm. Because when it's labeled disinformation, no one's going to bother to look into it. Right. You know what I mean? Why would they? Right. Guys, you have to understand the FBI is not some massive organization with unlimited funds and unlimited resources like they have limited resources limited people so they have to focus their uh assets and their energy on on certain things of importance because they only have so much to go around Mm -hmm. so when something's labeled disinformation that automatically takes it off the table for them to want to allocate resources to it because they have other things that are not disinformation that they are working on that cost money and agents and time, things of that nature. So that's why you don't see them investigating it. But the problem is the laptop is not disinformation. Right. That is where the problem lies and why it's such a big deal and shows the corruption that is going on, you know? And then we had another whistleblower come out and tell Jim Jordan, who is an amazing, amazing politician from Ohio. I honestly yeah. would love to see him run for president one day. Oh, yeah. Dude. You know, him and uh, DeSantis group. are it's, probably yeah, right. my and Rand Paul are easily yeah. like my top three favorite politicians. Yeah, there, there's a very fine group of Republicans that I hang on to, and that's why I I'm fine with being a Republican. Yep. because they, they're the most, you know, they're the best thing I've, I'm seeing right now. Which I I got like so Holly, yeah, Cotton, Holly's good. Cotton, um, Jordan, Rand Paul, Gates is okay. Sometimes I'm like, eh. But that's pretty much it, bro. Yeah. Well, and DeSantis, obviously. But that's yeah, I mean, obvious. That's, yeah, obvious. Yeah. That's, I think that one's super obvious. But yeah. I like Tom Cotton, too. Yeah. Um, and Hawley's just the shit, too. Yeah. yeah I like Hawley. But um, so anyway, so Jim Jordan came out and learned that a whistle, well, didn't learn, a whistleblower from the FBI went and told him. That the FBI has been padding up the domestic terrorism stats to play up the threat. So, you know, the FBI lately has been telling everybody that domestic terrorism and white supremacy is a threat to democracy. Yeah, yeah. And all this stuff lately. Of course it is. And it's like, where? Yeah, where? Can Can you show me where you see domestic terrorism and white supremacy like being so overwhelmingly um it's like overpowering a community and trying to take over right well, like show see, me right but see it's nowhere 
That's why it's everywhere right now because they don't know what it is. They're like, oh, oh, oh he is. Yeah. Oh, no, that's racist. Yeah, he it's looked like, at me. It's like them explaining what an assault weapon is. Yeah, exactly. It's just like it's it's just broad now because they, there's nobody has any real examples these days. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you now have a FBI agent slash whistleblower telling us that the FBI is making up statistics to push – a agenda or maybe allocate resources to a threat that's not even actually a threat right so now back to what we were saying we have a laptop that's real it's mm-hmm. already been proven to be real mm-hmm. labeled disinformation therefore no resources allocated now right. we have the FBI playing up domestic terrorist stats, and by playing them up, when the FBI goes to look at it, what are they going to do? Oh, wow, we have a problem here. Let's allocate resources. So now you have the resources that should be going to the laptop, now going to domestic terrorist um, investigations based off of statistics that aren't even real. And then when they go to look, there's not they can't find anything. So you just wasted resources mm. on something that was based or predicated off of false information. Right. Guys, that is what we call corruption. Yeah. That is core. unacceptable from an organization called the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Yeah. They need they are held to a higher standard than that. They take millions if not billions of our tax dollars to do a job that we expect them to do of not being biased doing investigations from an unbiased standpoint strictly Mm -hmm. looking at facts data and evidence they're not doing that no not like we've seen it we had two whistleblowers telling us they're not doing it and you see they're not doing it with your own eyes by they're in action on certain things. Yeah, we've seen it, but only people like us have seen it. So it helps when stuff like this happens now. Because now it's like, okay, well, now it's undeniable. You yes. See, this is this is really happening. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, this is exactly. a serious issue. Yep. That's the best way to put it is now we have actual FBI agents reaffirming what we were thinking. Yeah. And that's crucial because... Unless you think those whistleblowers are go- are doing this for ill intentions, what other purpose would they have? We've conservatives at least, because we are conservative, that's why we say we. We've been asking for this. Like we just told you guys, Bongino's like, where y'all at? Right. And now they're coming forward. So let's see what happens now. But guys, like this is this is the state of our country right now. And we really need to start. I know I harp on this a lot, but it's really important. Everyone really needs to start caring about what goes on in these elections and what goes mm-hmm. on in your local communities. And granted, yeah. the FBI is on a federal level, but it all comes down to how can I say this? They wouldn't be doing this stuff if more people were holding them accountable. Yeah. Is that the best way to put it? Yeah. And where it starts is locally. So right. if you have your gov- your state's DA, 
doing proper investigations yeah, and pushing like, not, on the FBI. We're not doing this. We're not going to arrest parents at school board meetings. You know yeah. what I mean? Instead, they're like, yeah, let's go along with it. Fuck yeah. it. You know? Yeah. So that's why it's important, guys, to vote and know what you're voting for. So we just wanted to show you that not all hope is lost, guys. Right. The fight is still on and we're winning. We so, are. We really are. Yeah. Slowly it's, but surely. Yes. Yes. It's going to be a slow, grueling um, fight. Mm. But here's the thing, guys. What we believe in and what we're about is grounded in truth. And we believe in getting all the facts. We don't. Yeah. And we believe in and then what? You yeah. know what I mean? We don't just say things and and with a hope and a prayer. We always look for things to reaffirm what we believe or what we want to achieve. Yeah. And if it's logical, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of facts. Um, so I just recently I haven't even double checked, but I, I heard recently when we talked about that 22 year old shooting. And I, I think I said I, he took eight shots and hit him twice. I recently just heard he took 10 shots and hit him eight times. Yes. Yes. So let right. me just fix that because yeah. the first thing I heard, I, I guess it was yeah. one of the first sources. So they kind of were just throwing information together, yeah. and you know, it wasn't no, even a main topic I did for us. Hear I just the brought same it up. Thing, yeah, though. yeah. Okay, I just got to make sure. Yeah. That. And I also heard that um, that Ohio or whatever it was, right before that girl situation happened, they did uh, block rape. As, as an exception. Oh, as an exemption? As exemption, I mean. Okay. Yeah. I don't um, know. They, I don't well, know. I didn't I don't, even look for that. It popped up, and I've I, I seen a couple sources say it, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the thing was, it wasn't it wasn't for rape exemption. There was another loophole that they were going to use for a medical exemption. Right, right. That's what it was. So, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. So, rape and incest is still banned in Ohio when it yeah. comes to abortion. And it wasn't until, like, a little bit after Roe v. Wade. I think it was, like, one of those ones that kicked in after the, the overturn. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it wasn't originally, but... but but from what I read, they were going to use another okay, medical okay. exemption. I just wanted to clear that up. To, you know, people. To allow her. That would have allowed her to stay within right, right. state. I would imagine a 10-year-old would have allowed. Yeah, yeah, they yeah that's allowed. what I'm saying. I think they would have found a loophole right. for that. It's more for like, even though I still don't agree with it, I still don't think rape and incest should be exempted. You know, I, it's just that's just too much for a woman to go through, in my opinion. Like... Wait, you, you do agree with it or you don't? No, I don't agree with the rape and incest exemption. Like, I think there should be an exemption for rape, rape oh, and yeah, incest. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like, right, right. I think if you're if you're raped or there's incest, crazy. you should be that's allowed crazy, yeah. to get, yeah. That's so that's that's yeah, one that's of it. the that's things true. on abortion that I don't agree with with the, um, the far-leaning right as yeah, far yeah, as yeah. that. Yeah. Like, Thank God it's only like maybe four or five states that have no exemption. Yeah. Most people agree with uh, like in the middle type situations, like yeah. a few weeks or, or, you know, especially with rape or sur or like a, a, an important surgery or whatever the case. Most people agree on, on a lot of these things. It's just yeah. we only hear like the extremes on each side. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, all right. We're gonna get on this last topic here because it's a big it's a big one, guys. Yeah, I'm not gonna cover it long, but it's it's pretty serious. Um, we're in a recession. It's official, yeah, we are. 100. 
I don't care what this administration is trying to do to downplay it or make you guys think everything is okay. We are in a recession. Changing definitions. Literally. Yes. Literally. The definition of a recession, and it has been that way for very long, is two negative quarters of GDP growth. Yeah. It's a recession. So that is what we call recession. That's the, how it's been. Uh, the current administration is trying to come out now and still lie to us. Yeah. Like, that's the craziest part. We yeah, covered a whole episode how they're constantly lying. They're lying. And they're still doing it. Yep. So, guys, they're literally just trying to change the, re the definition of a recession to make you guys think we're not in one. Regardless yeah. of their definition, guys, two quarters of negative GDP growth is still going to hurt us economically. It doesn't matter what the definition is. Right. The, what matters is what's actually happening. That's what matters. So keep that in mind when you guys are seeing this stuff. Don't listen to these people. These people are disgusting human beings. Yeah. The fact that they're willing to lie to you guys to make you think that things are okay, it's utterly disgusting because you can't even prepare properly. Right. So keep that in mind. We are in a recession. 100%. So don't let anything they're telling you fool you. We're going to cover this more in our next episode because I yep. want to get a lot deeper. I really want to explain why it's a recession and and what it impacts so we love y'all check love you on the next episode peace <laughs>